It's A Little Late Show with your host, Kevin Capona. With music provided by Cold Jim the Horn and the Bicali Symphony. Tonight's special guest is Oki Tundarek. Bishop Chandelin Sarhain. And Merrick DeCannon. And now, your host, Kevin Capona. Woo! Welcome, everyone. A warm and very happy welcome to our live fictional audience. I gotta say, what a wonderful crowd. I know none of you are real, but that doesn't make that sweet, sweet applause feel any less enjoyable. Let's get a little bit more of that, shall we? <laughs> that is amazing. I also want to give a big thank you to all of Sean for the very first broadcasting of The Little Late Show. I am your half-sized host, Kevin Capona. I've been pitching the idea of doing a late show for some time now, but normally Silas has passed out by this hour, and Luffy's just getting back from the petting zoo and on her way to the heavy petting zoo. <laughs> she loves those jackies, but not as much as they love her. talked about having one of them on as a guest tonight to just come in and talk about the race of the eight wins but their representative said that Luffy has to be involved in order for them to come <laughs> <laughs> oh those jockey jokes are killing it tonight any comment on that meeps not a fan oh no I didn't mean to offend you maybe we should take a step back and do something else like the Jackies. <laughs> Meeps doesn't actually care. In all honesty, though, he is not even here right now. Or maybe he is. I mean, honestly, how would you know? Meeps might not be real. This could all be an elaborate ruse. <laughs> Don't make that face at me. Well, I'm sorry, of course you're real. I, I love you, buddy. Aww. Why are you guys awing? I already told you he isn't here. <laughs> no, uh, instead I have my very own a silent gnome producer just to make sure things stay on the lightning rails. Let me take a second to introduce you to my dear friend, Sherwin DeCivis. Sherwin, you want to give the audience a little hello? Uh, prove your existence? Alright, that's enough out of you. Back to no talking or I'm going to reassign you to the Trebolin project. <laughs> Alright, a thumbs up. Now we're getting somewhere. Let's jump right into today's monologue. We have 35 minutes to do this before I turn back into a pumpkin. <laughs> Alright, well the best place to start is right here in Sharn. The heat wave has finally broken! 
Give it up. No more of this unbearable, oppressive, magical heat here in the city. Now we just go back to the normal, unbearable, and oppressive summer heat here in the city. <laughs> That's right. The temperature has officially moved from fire seas of Fernia to the much cooler temperature face of the sun. <laughs> More or less a lateral move at this point, I think. <laughs> I'm very thankful that the city didn't collapse into a fiery pool, and we owe those brave adventurers who stepped in a real debt of gratitude. But if a deranged sorcerer tries to destroy this city using Rizia, just take a day off or two. <laughs> to see the towers fall, but this suit was not as breathable as I was led to believe. I feel like a grist sausage just cooking in my own casing. This city has calmed down a bit following the heat dip, although there are mounting protests outside. People are out on the streets and are upset about House Civis. Xander Johns' speeches really seem to have struck a bit of a nerve amongst people. Ear Johns is saying that House Civis is giving a voice to these vitriolic, fear-mongering monsters. House Civis was pressed for comment and said that the vitriolic, fear-mongering monster may have had a point. <laughs> confused by all of this. The interview with a noble politician went so wrong that they put me in charge. Think about that for a moment. When did the lunatic in animal pajamas magically summoning musicians from across time and space become the safe option? <laughs> How does that even happen? I hope that Luffy and Silas are enjoying their time off, though. I know Silas had planned to take the lightning rail through Zolargo, but unfortunately, a recent avalanche north of Sterngate has stopped all lightning rail travel into Zolargo. They are currently working on getting things clear, but they say it will be at least another week. It is heartbreaking, but slightly inspiring, to see an entire nation come together and put all of their resources to preventing Silas from entering. <laughs> I can't believe they've done it, but if we could do that on the way back, I think that would be good for all of us. <laughs> However, House Orion is stepping up, and they are now offering these Splendor Caravans. And from what I've heard, these caravans feature comfortable, horse-drawn passenger coaches. Silas didn't want to spend the extra time on horseback. He, he said he would rather just ride to Carnath than spend all week mounted. Luffy heard that and is unfortunately changing her trip. Woohoo! <laughs> Luffy's love life is like a decanter of endless laughter. I'm gonna have to keep going back to this well. Just filling bucket after bucket of jokes. 
I do feel kind of bad, though. I love her so much, but I have never been able to resist beating a dead horse. Bap, bap, bap. <laughs> I, I'm really... I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about Silas with his trip to Karnath. There's been a lot of troubling news coming from there. Tensions have really escalated with Caius III and several of his top warlords. It all stems from these recent uncovered letters containing rumors that Caius is secretly a vampire. <laughs> I know. I was surprised too. <laughs> Caius didn't take those allegations lightly. He called a meeting of his warlords onto the battlefield in the middle of the hot day sun. He then cuts his arms to show off that he can bleed and it doesn't immediately heal, which seems like a little bit of overkill to me. But Caius said it was to settle rumors and to let his enemies know that the only way that they could take Karnath was from his cold, undead hands. <laughs> Of course, I'm kidding. These rumors are ridiculous. Caius III is doing his absolute best. It is hard living up to the expectations of an entire nation like that. I have heard some days he can't even look at himself in the mirror. <laughs> Shh, don't laugh too loud. He has bat-like hearing. And I don't want to be responsible for what might happen. He is a scary guy. In addition to all the political infighting, things have been pretty bleak there, even for Karnath. <laughs> Workers in the cliffs of Vergenslei are attempting to turn the cliffs into gentle, farmable slope, but they've recently uncovered a grisly find. During the excavation, laborers uncovered more than a hundred humanoid skeletons which was really upsetting because no one remembers leaving them there. <laughs> it's actually been really tough on the workers. Nearly a third of the 400 have walked off. According to the foreman, he said that you'd find one of these skeletons every 10 minutes or so while you were digging over the last few weeks. And each of the skulls oddly had the same injury, a three-inch circular hole carved right in the center of the forehead. He commented that it was an unimaginable thing that someone could do to these perfectly usable skeletons. <laughs> oh, you like that one, do you, cool Jim? <laughs> At the car. <laughs> Listeners, that is the hardest working dar in the city of Towers. Coljum the Horn and the Dakani Symphony. Coljum, hit us with a little bit of that sweet, sweet shard horn. Mm-mm, that is so good. They can't speak a word of Galifarn. But when they play, it transcends language. Dura be Eberon Villar. Right you are, Coljim. Well, we have a great show for you tonight. We have Fizalki Kunderak. 
Bishop Chantelin Sarhain has come in as well, and she's going to talk with us about her new fashion line in Thrain. And Merrick DeCaneth is here, and he's going to talk to us about his new project. So sit back, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Hello, I'm Trey Blunt DeCivis, and I'd like to take a moment to thank everyone who is listening to this evening's Echo. Wait a He's the guy? No, I'm not going to have that. I'd also like to remind everyone that it is really easy to get in contact with the Echoers, should you want to send us a letter. Firstly, you can always send us a gnome mail at HowCivisEchoerStation at gmail.com. Get him out of there. I don't want him in there. Next, you can go to our special community center at HowCivisEchoerStation.com to get more information about our segments, leave comments, and send us messages. I have someone do it, not him. And finally, you can always use those comment pads next to every Echoer device and leave us a comment, question, or concern. You can also speak with our subscribe, and they'll keep you up to date with our show and help you follow each week. Trembling down, we also are now accepting patrons. We have a Patreon account set up through House Kundurak. So donate and keep the show on the air paths. We would like to extend our deep and heartfelt gratitude to all of our patrons. Hunter M. Patrick D. Stephen R. Abrelia. Andrew D. Azura. Echo Steel. Hyperlexic. Jared O. Jared T. Jesse A. Samantha F. Sassy Bassy. Scott G. Garrett R. Chloe U, Jesse H, Joshua J, Manny, Scott P, and Tamara. Thank you all so very much. This has been a House Civis Broadcasting. No, it's not over. Get him out of there! Success. A short word that means everything to your future. A word that means everything to us. Here at Morgrave University, we set you up for success. We have classes for all of the most in-demand fields of study. From applied elementistics to giant room forging. We have on-site room and board as well as the most advanced binding facilities in Brayland. Morgrave University is now accepting applications from peoples of all backgrounds and nationalities. So take a step and set yourself up for success today. And we are back. My first guest tonight is a friend of the show, and as of today, one of our newest beer suppliers to the Tiny Taverns. Please welcome back our friend, Fazalki Kandurak. 
<laughs> Thank you, Kazaki. I have to say how excited I am to have you here. Alufia said nothing but good things about you. It's a pleasure to be here, that's for sure. I'm a little confused as to why you brought me in. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, all of this came together insanely fast, and we needed a friendly face to sit in with us. I'm flattered, but none of you'd seen me before. So I'm not sure exactly how friendly a face that makes me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely could have done this differently. Uh, a lot of people left the city because of the heat, and we were a little desperate. Well, we can discuss whatever you want, though. Uh, do you want to... Talk about a new type of ale you're working on or anything like that? I don't know if the complexities of ale brewing can really be delved into so quickly. I want your listeners to have fun, not, not to fall asleep. Unless, of course, that's why you scheduled it so late. <laughs> Honestly, the thought had crossed my mind. I imagined coming out here and singing soft songs and being quiet, but my producer said that wouldn't be good for my brand. People have to associate me with high energy and fun. Uh, Alufi is the one of people associate with bed. <laughs> you really do keep hammering in on that one type of joke. Some people might think you have a vested interest in Alufi's love life. <laughs> That's a fair point. I, uh, <laughs> I make jokes because I know Alufi can take it. <laughs> oh, come on, get your minds out of the gutter. You're all as filthy as tower spit. To be fair, you set yourself up for these kind of interactions. I definitely did. I just really admire everyone here at House Civis, and those type of jokes seem to resonate with people. Silas is the one who drinks, Luffy's the promiscuous one, Mapes is the mysterious one. Everyone has their thing. And I also feel that, like, Brayland is more upfront about this type of stuff than other places, like... Undare or Thrain, they tend to be a little more reserved in that regard. Well, some places are more open than others. I imagine that certain parts of the Maror would be more forward-thinking and open, what with symbiotes and all that. Some yes, some no. Uh, I would say I get the same percentage of stairs at home as I do in Sharn. It's just uh, a volume issue. <laughs> Uh, the the people on the streets of Kondorak Cold take a look at it, and they all have that negative reaction. Most of that's based on their day-to-day -day dealings with the abominations that creep up from the depths. But here in Sharn, a lot of what I get is the initial visceral, no, evil, bad. And then after that, people just start asking questions. I, I imagine that can be off-putting, uh, having to explain about the symbiote over and over. I don't mind explaining about symbiotes and educating people on them. I knew when I took it on that part of that choice was going to be talking about those issues. What is a symbiote? What does it do? Is it safe? But then people start in with the more invasive questions. How I came across it? Can they touch it? Can I help them get one? And all of that is just a tunnel too deep. Oh my goodness, I, I can't even imagine. I know we really don't have the time right now to get into too much, but I would love to have you on again to talk about symbiotes. I think that maybe that would make it easier in your day-to-day, -day and hopefully 
make the stares a little less. If nothing else, it'll make the invasive questions stop. I'm certain of that. Although probably not. I get a lot of invasive questions. <laughs> well, I greatly appreciate that. I was a little apprehensive to come in, but this has been a good time. I do have one question, though. Why physically redo the studio like this? Bringing in a band, setting up seats that don't have anyone in them, the couch, it all feels a little unnecessary. <laughs> well, uh, to me, it, it made the difference. If you're gonna have the space, play the space. They said it was mine for a week, so it's mine. It is no different than what I'd expect if someone were to come in and take over the tiny taverns. Do what you want. Well, that is a good answer. I was not expecting that. Well, let's jump into our next sponsor, and then we'll come back with Bishop Sarhain and Merita Caneth. If we ever get to do this again, we can talk about symbiotes some more. I think that would be really nice. I'm quite in agreement. Thank you. Well, then we'll be right back. recently sent an expedition deep into the jungles of Zendrik. And there, in the heart of the Lost Continent, our party found a treasure so astounding the world would not believe it. And so those brave heroes risked life and limb fight their way back to Corvair, bringing this ancient and forgotten treasure with them. And to honor their bravery, we've decided to share that with you for a limited time. So stop by any Gold Dragon Inn today to experience our limited Zendrick menu. Featuring all new appetizers like our Solitar Scorpion Bites, delicious little bites with a fiery kick, and our new shareable The Bread Ring of Storm Ring, an appetizer so good you'll fight the whole table for it. Or meet up with friends to take on our Shargon's Teeth, a giant plate of crispy tropical fish nachos. But we didn't stop there. No, we giant-sized our entire menu. From entrees to desserts to our newest Zen drinks. Cocktails so big, it requires a full party to take on. Party for four? So stop on in today to experience the Zendrick menu. And eat like a coin lord. Only at Gold Dragon Inn. We're back again. Move on over there, Fizz. We gotta make room for our next guest. She is another friend of the show and is probably one of my favorite people. I had to move Sybaris and Eberron to get her here in time for this, but it was absolutely worth it. 
the woman making the silver flame that much hotter. <laughs> I know. My friend, Bishop Chantelin Sarhane. It's a pleasure nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Oh, I'll ask you a thing. Thank you. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh my gosh. <clears throat> it is Hello. so good to see you, Shan. Sire is much, much too far. It's so good to see you. It's really too far away. It has been a long time since you were last here with us. It, it seems all we had to do was get rid of Silas. No, that's not true at all. Silas is amazing. Alufia meets too. I love them all. It's just like really hard running my own city, you know? I have heard from people that you love one of them in particular. So the second you were on, rumors were flying around about you and Silas. Now, you and I both know that those rumors are all just nonsense. It's very true. <laughs> Silas is a busy man. He doesn't really have any time to be anything but uh, miserable. <laughs> That's also true. But, but those rumors came up so, so quickly. I was surprised. You were on, and then I talked to Alufi, and then she looked at me and said, Kevin... Please leave me alone. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this whole Silhane issue, and I don't have any time to hear any more of your nonsense today. I asked uh, what it was, and she explained it. Mm-hmm. And I was just knocked prone. Why do you think it came up so quickly? Well, I think that it's just like, Silas is just a big fan of me, you know? And I feel like people were like, Chantelin's super awesome foxy hot. And, I mean, Silas is... He's got that silver fox thing going on. Yeah, I'll yeah, give you that, he, yeah. He does, uh, let's be honest. But I think that, you know, we just had a natural kind of chemistry. And people were like, man, they should totally do things that you're not supposed to talk about on the Echoers. That are against the Corthedics. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, you know, maybe, right? Like, but maybe. No, but, no, but, no, but no, 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 but no, but no, but maybe. So you came in today to talk to us about your newest endeavor. I'm so excited to see. I, I can't wait for them to come out. You have a new line of armor. Is that correct? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. Ugh. They're so amazing. I've been working on them for most of my career as a Templar. And then I really got to focus on it once I actually, you know, like started being a bishop and had more time not killing people. And so I really got to like creatively get into the flow of that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so you're going to show those off with us here today. Yes. Um, here uh, at the studio, I have some of my most fabulous uh, models. And they're just going to come right on through. And you'll get to see them. We'll just, like, talk about them. And you can, like, tell people how amazing they are. All right. Well, let's do it. Okay. So this first one is just a basic set 
of uh, breastplate armor. Now this can be interchanged with any of the other armors that we have in this set. It's a personal favorite. I've worn this one myself many times. It is called the boob window breastplate. Oh, okay. So it's, it's your, your normal, typical. I've, I've seen you wear it frequently. Yeah. Exactly. So it's got like that perfect little heart shape or flame shape if you are a member of the Silver Flame and you do have the shiny uh, Silver Flame in your heart and you want to show that on the outside. Do you put Force Magic over top of that to keep it so that way you can't get stabbed? <laughs> no. But why? Because look at their sexy tits, okay? I don't know if we can say that. It's late night, but I'm not sure how late it is. It's like 11th bell. As <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. Uh, uh, so so uh, you decided to just do the boob armor window on all of them then? On some of them. So... I wanted to make sure that, you know, it still protects. So with this next set, uh, this is the quarter plate. Um, it's your basic half plate upper side. You know, it's it's your breast plate. But instead of reaching all the way down to your, uh, to like your, your pelvis where normally it reaches, it ends just above the navel to show off your rocking abs. Ooh. Let's be honest. Anybody who has abs as amazing as those people who want to show them off, Nothing can get through them. They're just, like, too amazing. Wow, that is that is a good look. I might have to get me some of those. Look at these washboard abs. Maybe in, like, a small size? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It comes in all sizes, from people big and small. Wow. And so that's practical to protect people, yeah? Well, yeah. All of it is practicality, of course. No. Because uh, I was going to ask it. about the nipples. I thought that perhaps Ooh. that was just a just a step too far. Okay, look. You want to make sure that people realize that your nips are perfectly placed. But you don't want to go onto the battlefield without... Do they measure ahead of time? So that would, like, is that is that his actual pecs on the armor? Are these my actual tits? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm not gonna... You know what? Uh, let's go to the next set of armor. I'm really excited to see what else you've got uh, planned for us. Okay, so this is a set of my chainmail armor. Um, specifically, take a look at the pants. Oh, okay. Those are pretty traditional. Uh, yeah. Could you please turn around? <gasps> I think I need to leave. These are what I call the assless chance chainmail pants. That's got to be uncomfortable for sitting, though, right? <laughs> it's not. That's the takeaway that that's uncomfortable for sitting. First off, they're not pants, they're greaves. Just so we're clear, I thought you were an armor maker and you knew what you were doing, but this this is no, all No, I'm insane. a bishop. Yeah, she's a bishop. She just dabbles in armor. It's just a hobby. Everyone's allowed to have a hobby. And I'd call this more like high fashion couture than like traditional armor. So you expect people to be wearing these at some point in time? Yeah. So with the uh, chants, um, they are not supposed to be worn for like somebody who sits down. Like it's not full for cavalry. You know, it's going to be for your archers. What a nice way to show how amazing your butt flexes when you pull back a bowstring. Like, 
I don't know if I can get behind those. So for me, I am just about that height. So that's just going to be uncomfortable for me all the time. Just walking by uh, that that many. Um, but you know, if if you are finding people willing to do that, that's cool. As long as you know you're you're protecting your nation. So this next piece that I have. Oh God. Again, upper half plate mail is going to show off that amazing side boob. But this is a full set, okay? You're not only showing off your amazing side boob, but please, look at this amazing cod piece. Oh, wow, yeah, that, that's very... I, 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 I can't seem to look away. That's not a cod piece, that's the whole fish. I'm surprised he didn't walk through the door sideways. The room might not be big enough for that. Is that a saber attached to the front, or... Because that... None of this is... Who would... Sweet Jail is not approving that. We are actually working with Sweet Lovely Amazing Jayla. Don't show her any of that. Don't don't let her see any of that. She, she is too bright and innocent for this world. Do not let her see any of that. Okay, first and foremost, um, the codpiece on this particular set is supposed to make things look fuller and more attractive. Secondly, we are working with sweet, lovely Jayla to get some of these pieces, not all of them, some of them, approved by the Threnish army. I do like that it's all silver, though. I think it's a nice touch. Thanks. I tried to do, like, some in, like, platinum and a little bit of mithril to just kind of, like, you know, give it a, like shimmery shine oh is that what i thought magically i thought just put you know heart of the silver flame in there no we actually decided to try and do as little magic as possible so that house caneth doesn't get mad at us for making magic armor well that would be the perfect segue to talk to our good friend merit to caneth we'll have to ask him what he feels about all of these oh no oh no i didn't realize how long it's been we're out of time Oh, oh no, that's I'm uh, Merrick. I'm so sorry. We'll have to we'll have to ask him next time. I was just so enthralled in our conversation. I, I didn't even pay attention. I mean, what can I say? I'm really enthralling. That's very true. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to a little late show, and I hope that you have a great day and doing whatever you're doing. And as Luffy says, uh, keep an ear out for those echoes of jokes. <laughs>